video games and controversy in a way go hand in hand with one another. They could be the controversy around said games could be for more reasonable stuff like freaking video game being where you play as a freaking school shooter or for more absurd reasons like for example when wolfenstein the new colossus received major criticism and controversy over a tweet with the caption make america nazi free again and with uh, a trailer teaser trailer attached to it and people believing that it was targeting and mocking donald trump's make america great campaign and that kind of stuff. But there's, of course, one sort of controversy surrounding video games that goes on for a long, long period of time. Like, we're, I'm talking years. And that controversy is around violence. Violence in video games is nowadays sort of a just common thing. Games like the Callisto Protocol, Call of Duty freaking minecraft has you fighting zombies with swords but of course it's sort of the levels of graphicness in that sort of violence in which that controversy starts to then stem from like take for example mortal Kombat, the the gore back then like the original mortal Kombat, the graphic gore and violence back then comparison to how it is today basically child's play back then it was a pretty big deal <clears throat> and so it kind of spawned this sort of series of stuff so like too much violence in games and i think one more recent game or not really more of a recent game but this 2000s era stealth horror game that is considered to this day to be the developer's most controversial game ever is manhunt developed by Rockstar Games. Now, a lot of you who have just heard of this game probably don't know what I'm even talking about. Well, Manhunt and its sequel, Manhunt 2, were probably more of Rockstar's games who we now know for games like Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto, it was their. It is probably still to this day their most controversial work. Now GTA still gets definitely a lot of crap from the like news and like the media for its violence and a lot of its content involving crime, drugs, sex, all that stuff. And it gets on the news, sure enough. But Manhunt, on the other hand. It kind of had a reason to, in a way, with the biggest controversy surrounding it being to how it got tied, or at least was an asset, in an actual criminal case. And not helping the game enough, the kind of case was a murder case, in which the game, at least a copy I believe Manhunt 2, was found in the suspect's room. And it was believed to be the inspiration for the act. That got thrown out the window kind of quickly in a way, but still, to, this is just to simply provide context of how much controversy surrounded this game for it to be actually kind of more controversial than GTA, which already gets a fair amount of controversy enough. 
But now, now in today's day and age, with stuff like the Callisto Protocol, if you know what I'm talking about, the Dead Space remake, and、uh, just basically a fair amount of games today that have much, much more detailed levels of violence and gore, how does it hold up to this day? Well, that's about to, what I'm about to discuss, and how if it's aged well. And if it's actually still a good experience, well, to just give it straight and forth, it kind of has. Now the level of violence is not as bad, but the one thing that still makes it, and also just make get, get granted the game controversy in general, was how sadistic it was. To honestly provide a bit of a view, like in a clear idea, to how. Sadistic the violence is. I will give you just a quick synopsis of at least the first part, major part of the story's plot. You play as the game has you playing as the player as James Earl Cash, who is a death row inmate. We don't know why he was put on death row for what he was, who gets executed, but actually ends up getting a second chance by some unknown man, who is like this director of sorts, and. To repay him for what he did for us as the player, James Earl Cash, he has us working on a snuff film that he is directing, and it kind of just goes from there. And honestly, that alone can help kind of paint a picture of probably how sadistic the violence is. Another thing is also one of the mechanics and sort of key gimmicks, sort of things the game has is style points. Where the more violent you are with how you kill enemies, the more style points you get, and the higher like rating you get after you complete each level. So yeah, that's something. And now the violence isn't as bad as of course, but it still feels very wrong to be like being this violent for no good reason whatsoever. Now. As I of course said in the beginning of this of this episode, this is a stealth horror game. Well, not exactly a very scary game. It has horror elements put into it with its some with its somewhat eerie soundtrack ambience and its somewhat more dark and gloomy atmosphere and world and levels. But how does the stealth and whenever you get caught, combat and shooting hold up?、Uh, It holds up decent. The stealth is pretty good, you know, for its time. Now, I would like to clarify that I played this on my Xbox, Xbox One, more specifically, as it was backwards compatible. I got it, you know, wanted to try it out, see how it is, and yeah, the stealth holds up pretty decently well. You got some stuff involving shadows, like being in the shadows, the sound, and also even a mechanic where you can hit your weapon against walls. In order to create a loud noise and bring people to you. Now, the combat, on the other hand, now on the PC version, I believe it actually is really bad and supposedly very crappy. Because I saw one guy, G Man Lives, check out his channel. He's got some great stuff. He talks about how it, the melee combat and shooting is very, very bad. Now, for me personally, it wasn't horrible. Was it good or great? No.、Uh, but it was it was it was fine enough for the time. So like, 
you get a standard attack, heavy attack. Blocking, though, is with the stupid mechanic of having to go back in order to block. And so it kind of comes a bit of more of like a trade, like he enemy does some damage, you do some damage, and you just gotta basically try to hit first, or otherwise you might get chain locked, like stun locked or something. And it can be a bit frustrating in certain points trying to be sneaky about it, because there's some open areas, and shooting is also supposedly bad on mouse and PC because there's no uh, auto-aim, like, lock-on, because in on the Xbox version, for me, when you aim your gun, it instantly locks on to an enemy that's like a certain distance from you and if you get close enough it instantly locks onto their head which insta kills them so yeah and that made some of the more shooting segments because in the end the game basically becomes a third person shooter which wasn't a bad thing you know it was a nice change of pace from the slow paced stealth but it does become what to say I mean uh I, I, I don't know, but it kind of, it just gets kind of, um, I don't know how to say it, but you understand where I'm coming from. You understand that it's kind of one of, it's kind of a trope nowadays. Sometimes a stealth game becomes a freaking first person, third person shooter, maybe first person shooter if it's a first person stealth game, whatnot, that kind of stuff. And it kind of works in its part because you know a big part a very large part of the game had stealth stuff which of course stealth wasn't bad of course it was good enough but then the violence itself i will now go into detail i'm sorry for being very blunt blunt about this but the violence itself it's not as bad now the sequel on the hand which i'm playing right now and will do an episode and review it soon it definitely feels, even if it's censored, because this, like, freaking Manhunt 2 got censored, like, and banned in multiple countries, like the first game has, I forgot to, I neglected to bring up, but it, it just kind of, uh, I don't even know what to say, it kind of, it, it, it's, even with it censored, it actually is worse, because you're imagining it, and it looks in your head much worse and it's definitely a lot lot more sadistic because you actually have no reason at all like the first like manhunt one you kind of had some reason whatsoever like you know doing it for snuff film and you know paying for getting a second chance at life second game you're basic you're in a escaped an escaped like insane person from a mental hospital who's just being incredibly violent so that's something but no yeah the violence is not that bad overall though stealth good um combat shooting for the original xbox and for the backwards compatible version on the xbox one good enough for the most part and yeah on to the verdict Overall, I um I enjoyed my time with Manhunt. It was able to even if it was majorly a stealth or a stealth game, was able to mix things up. Like sometimes, you know, you had like a shooting gallery, basically. Like I've said, it near the end, it kind of it becomes a shooter. 
but it, it also did a few other things like uh two occurrences you had to escort slash protect someone and it wasn't too bad because like um if you like told them to like stay they'll actually instantly they'll automatically go to the nearest hiding point and they'll just stay there so it wasn't so those weren't too bad, like how it can be in some games, you know. But yeah, overall, I it wasn't it wasn't a fantastic experience. Like I'm not saying it was like a ten out of ten, nine out of ten experience. I'd give this game an eight out of ten. It's a good game. Now, it has I don't know. It just I feel like it wasn't like it, to me, it wasn't like, because there's really no problems with the game. It's just sort of me and how I am with stealth games. It's just that sort of game that kind of, that I just sometimes just don't have, like, the most fantastic experience with. And, uh, yeah, 8 out of 10. Good game. Good job, Rockstar Games. You, I don't even know what's about to say there. But anyways, yeah, I give the game an 8 out of 10. That was pretty good. Hey everyone, thank you guys for checking in on the most recent episode and newest episode, or at least this episode, of Honest to God Game Reviews. Now, to just do an update on what to possibly expect, I've been definitely playing a fair share of games that will definitely probably get their own episode in the future. I've been playing the Callisto Protocol, uh, I'm doing uh, Deathloop, that one game that IGN gave a 10 out of 10. Um, uh, I've been playing uh, Red Dead 2, that's a game. I've been playing Finites of Freddy's Security Breach. Uh, the kid horror game, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of what it's being called. It's literally called, like, officially. It's not, like, as a joke or to be criticized. It's just called a kid's horror game. And then uh, Shadow of the Colossus, that uh, game where you fight like you're just a tiny warrior against gigantic beasts. And uh, yeah, that's basically kind of what to expect soon in the future. Thank you guys uh, so much for checking in yet again. And I shall see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.